Very few things are more deadly than an assassin. This is because an assassin is a killer hidden in plain sight. Sometimes the death is instantaneous, like a high-profile assassination. Or it can be a slow poisoning over time that deteriorates the body until it cannot fight back. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes, I present to you one of the deadliest adversaries you will ever face. An adversary you have been facing much longer than you can imagine. I present to you modernity. If you want to hear the anti-modern thesis, search for episode 3. But if you don't think you have the time, another tenet of modernity might I add, then feel free to carry on. You're a smart crowd. After all, you made it this far. Let's get into it. episode with some serious apologies i have swindled you guys over the last two weeks no episode two weeks of silence nothing that was on me that was really on me i i'm, I'm sorry life got in the way uh i i'll try not to promise anything that i'll <laughs> i'll try not to promise that i'll uh, avoid such setbacks but i will avoid such setbacks in future i have really swindled you guys mumbi was he was out on a tear today's uh news of the week is just yeah it's mumbi at his finest or maybe his finest so far who knows anyway <laughs> without further ado the only commitment we understand welcome to the age of specialization whereas once we could be generalists having a wide range of knowledge and applying it across multiple fronts now we are focused and see in part while struggling to appreciate the whole. This is connected to the times in which we live. Why know anything about plumbing when you can call a guy? Computer has a problem? Call a guy. Chicken needs killing? Call a girl. Right? Right? Human beings in the age of modernity have the luxury of money to pay for things, and so our threshold of ignorance has been raised. We can afford to not know things in a literal sense the only thing that matters. The inevitable result of this is that our focus moves to the things that really matter. If the vast majority of your life is transactional, then you need, then you do not need to pay attention to the individual on the other end of the transaction. They are the means to an end. They are the means to your end. Your commitment to them is transactional and so they can be kicked to the proverbial curb the moment they fail to live up to your standard. After all, you can find another one just as easily through a basic Google search. The things that do matter are the ones that get you to your intended destination. And your intended destination is the imaginary level where everything and everyone can be reduced to a transaction. We call this imaginary point retirement. This is the point when you have enough money to sit back and afford to do whatever you want. Want to hang out with friends? You can afford it. Want to sit under a tree and read a book the whole day? You can afford it. Internet in, the, in your house is down, call a guy. You can afford it. You can afford it. In this world, education and work are key. You pay for it and you get it. It is the only commitment that matters. Relationships fall by the wayside because of them. Family and children are made to wait indefinitely as we chase our actual targets. 
don't worry, it's just two years while I pursue my master's and then life will get back to normal. Daddy, can we go for a walk? Not now, I'm busy with meetings. Did you forget that we had planned to visit my parents this evening? Sorry, I got carried away with work. I have not seen you at church for the last couple of weeks. Have you been okay? I had exams. We've heard these answers so often, they actually seem like answers to the questions. In reality, they are woefully inadequate. On a by the wayside. And so here we are, modern men and women, chasing after the freedom of retirement, blissfully unaware of the shipwreck we are making of our lives while we chase the freedom to enjoy what we presently have. We become unable to make commitments to things because one thing has become the primary. We all know that our commitments are laid out in hierarchic order, with the least always giving way to the most important. We tend to not be honest enough to admit that we have made work and school the most important things in life to the detriment of everything else. Very few are honest enough to say that is what they are doing, while the vast majority keep telling themselves it is only for a season. We do not realize that with every passing day, our honor is taking hits, that we will not be able to panel beat into its original shape. Evidence of this is that we continue to make commitments without counting the cost. We frequently find ourselves apologizing for failing to honor commitments to our fellow men and women. The few places where we honor our commitments are those that get us to our intended destination, school and work. We do not miss deadlines for the jobs that pay and pay very well at that because they get us to the intended destination. We do not miss our assignment deadlines either because we paid for the opportunity to study. We cannot afford to waste it after all. We rarely verbalize it, but in reality, our actions show that we say what we say in our hearts. Who cares if I do not call the person back or attend to the parents when they call or leave the phone and laptop aside to give my undivided attention to my wife and children. We refuse to let real life get in the way of what is really important. This leaves us with a generation of men and women without honor. Our word means nothing and everyone knows it. It is a currency of no repute. The value of our word would make the Zimbabwean dollar look like gold. So many broken promises leave us without honor. We are men and women without honor. Dare I say it, men and women without chests. Interwoven fabric. As I have said in multiple places, God made the world in such a way that all things are connected. We cannot hit pause on our life to focus on one particular aspect and expect no damage in the areas we neglect. How many biopics and biographies do you have to see and read to notice that the story does not end well for the man who leaves his family behind in pursuit of glory for himself or a future for his family? In his quest for all this, he loses the people he claimed he was doing it all for. The person behind the counter at the supermarket is an eternal soul and not just a transaction. The person pumping fuel into your car as well. The annoying individual slowing down your process at the courts or local council. As C.S. Lewis famously put it, you have never met a mere mortal. What grave injustice we do when we reduce people to a mere transaction, counter what God requires of us. Our words and actions matter, and we must learn to live like that. Our actions truly show that there is only one commitment that matters. It isn't our relationships with friends and family, and it certainly isn't God. It is the things that we think will get us to the freedom we call retirement. Sorry to break it to you. But this thing you are pushing for makes for a bad master. Only one person was meant to have the prime seat in your heart, and that person is God. Repent and go to him for salvation. See him as the commitment that matters above all. 
Learn to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And in turn, you will learn to love your neighbor as yourself. Over to Mumbi. Surely as the sun rises from the east and sets in the west, we have here a new episode of News on Anti-Modern. Thank you for joining us and diving straight into our news for this week. A former Zambia Army Chief of Operations and an officer in the Office of the President's Special Division were arrested by the Anti-Corruption Commission, ACC, for corruption involving the exportation of Mukula logs. The duo were separately arrested by the commission and were charged with one count of abuse of authority of office in a case involving the tree of not life, but definitely lots of money. ACC spokesperson Queen Chiwe in a media statement said that the former army chief, whilst acting together with unknown persons between 1st of June 2021 and 30th of September 2021, committed the offence by arbitrarily resolving to regularise an attempted illegal exportation of the tree whose sap cures the wounds of the defeated football fans of Chelsea, of course, to China. Of course, it's China. Miss Chiwe says that that's MS for those in the back said that the commission intercepted the seized consignment of 23 trucks laden with the fabled tree of knowledge of who will win the next bola bet as they were en route to Namibia and Zimbabwe with unknown final destinations and speaking of bola bet a manager of the said organization has been taken to court for allegedly stealing over 200,000 kwacha property belonging to his employers the manager appeared before Magistrate Albert Mwaba, where it is alleged that on unknown dates between April 2021 and October 2021, whilst acting together with unknown persons, stole the 200,000 plus kwacha belonging to the company. Now, moving on to the word that's guaranteed to launch a thousand scholarships for NGOs, our word of the decade diversity as chapter one foundation laments the lack of diversity in government appointments to public office because we all know that without diversity the food industry will starve the transportation industry comes to a standstill the computing industry will not compute the hospitality industry will shy away education will dumb down and the power industry will fade to black once diversity is achieved though we shall usher in a new world where everyone is happy and there are no diseases and at the beginning of every month everyone will get apples terms and conditions apply and now on to some financial news minister of finance situmbe komusokotone oh kwacha is trading at 18.95 Ah, that's, that's interesting. Anyway, the minister has stated that government expects to reach a full agreement with IMF sometime in... Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no, this is good. Kwacha is at 16.50 now. That is good. Uh, carrying on. Uh, sometime in the middle of the year, government is expected to reach this agreement with the IMF. Oh, no, it's it's, it's 22.45 Kwacha. Wow, that's, things are escalating fast. Anyway. The minister also stated that the government... Oh, wait. 
it's 18.55 now one dollar is 18.55 kwa channel ah Okay, carrying on. The government expects the exchange rate to stop acting like a yo-yo soon. Now, moving on. A Lusaka-based woman was almost thrown in jail after her name appeared as surety for her lover who is now on the run. It is alleged that her lover obtained money by false pretenses when he obtained 34,200 kwacha from another Lusaka-based woman by falsely claiming that he possessed a piece of land for sale. An excerpt from the transaction from a news digger's article stated, You know, we are not playing here. I'm going to lock you up. You are going to jail. The procedure is supposed to be there. And then when the accused runs away, you have to pay the money there and then or else you will be locked up. I gave you time to look for the money, but you don't want to pay the money. I'm going to lock you up until you pay the money. How do you sign for bond for people you don't know properly? It is you who's going to be in trouble now. Pay the money today or else you are going to be locked up. You are lucky because of the child. Yeah. For, for some context, this, this was the judge or the arbitrator in, in the case. And I wish I was there for this one. Now, remember, guys, once again, loans aren't free. Also, stay away from debt. What? It's it's not a loan, you say? Well, look at it this way. The guy kept the principal, but he left the interest with the lady. And now for some entertainment news. Kalandana Music Productions proprietor is suing the Patriotic Front, demanding 13.5 million kwacha for services rendered to the party during the last general election campaign season. Services in the claim include promotion, production, and development of campaign songs and political ads. The proprietor was quoted saying, Yo, 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 ndefo eendalama inesodi. Yo, yo, yo. For, for those who take it too literally, he, he, he said nothing of the sort. But it's also a sad day for Zambian Calvinists as they discovered that day that the only election Zambians believe in is the electoral kind. Well, 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 you know who really can't wait to be king? You guessed it, Kavushi Member of Parliament, Bauman Lusambo. The parliamentarian stated that he is in politics and so one day he too will be president. He further stated that he hopes that the current president succeeds so that when he finally takes over the country, he finds the country's economy in good conditions. I hope you are taking notes, gentlemen. That's how you do it. With confidence. And finally, a question. Do you think bus operators should be allowed to set their own prices? Should you have to negotiate your bus fare each time you boarded a bus? Are we too dependent on regulation at this point that should we try to ease regulation, our country's economy is sure to go down the drain? Interesting questions. What do you guys think? And as always, we conclude with our verse of the week. And our verse this week comes from the book of Psalms, chapter 36, from verse 23 to 26, which reads, it is he who remembered us in our low estate, for his steadfast love endures forever, and rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. It is he who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. 
Thank you very much once again for joining us this week. Until next time, take care. segment once again there's so many things i could tap into from that one the one i really want to talk about is bowman lusambo because <laughs> isn't he the president we deserve isn't he just the president we deserve after all the rejection of god and his rightful standard after all we see on the ground isn't that a proper depiction of where we are taking the country but hey hopefully we never get to that end hopefully god doesn't judge us to that extent. The actual thing I'll talk about from Mumbi's segment is the issue of the diversity that people are requiring from the government in their hiring. They want to see more youth, they want to see more women, they want to see more children. Who knows, right? I digress. I'm sure you can see hear it on the radio, radio programs, let the people talk, all this other stuff. You hear it when people call into the TV segments, and you see it on your social medias. People want this thing of diversity. It's big. They love it. They want it. Whenever I think of it, actually, what I see is that we really are, or we can be, a pathetic group of people. And I don't say that lightly. We can really be a pathetic group of people. Because the diversity we want isn't real diversity. It's government-sanctioned diversity. All that matters here is, is the government telling us that this diversity that we're looking after is the one that counts. So it's not diversity of thoughts, opinion. It's not, there's some diversity in and of itself is, is a descriptor that defines everything outside of X. So you're looking at a, you're looking at a set and you're saying, we want uh, more of what is outside of this set. But rather than wanting actual diversity, which is so many things outside of this set, Instead, we want government-sanctioned diversity. Dear government, please tell us that it is okay to have women. Please tell us that it is okay to have the youth. Please give us a chance. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's absolutely insane. We, 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 we really want to be ratified by these people. We think of this, or we act this out even the way we think of holidays. Right? We need the government to tell us that it is okay for our families to celebrate holidays. So um, actual historical events are not a thing until the government says so. There are some people who are like, yeah, Alice Lenshina, the Lenshina Rebellion is such a landmark in Zambian history. The government needs to be the ones to tell us that it's okay to... to <laughs> it, come on, right? If you want your community to celebrate that, you can. There's nothing, there's, there's no law against it. Strictly speaking, there's a public order act. But you know they only enforce that to destroy their enemies. And right now, we're not their enemies. So let's fly. Instead, what we want is government-sanctioned diversity. We cannot stand on our own two feet. Nope, we need dear government, dear government daddy. Oh, HH. Come down from your throne in your house to help us and sanction this diversity. <laughs> it's all tokenism. We have abandoned God's standard where we are free individuals who can actually 
do something instead nope all we want is government sanctioned diversity government sanctioned diversity this past weekend there was there was a fight between um Whitaker and Adesanya and uh Adesanya made a, a very interesting state I, I don't watch much of US, UFC actually don't watch UFC it tends to happen like Sunday night Saturday into Sunday night and you know, I'd rather get ready for church. So what I do is I just check on the face, the the WhatsApp statuses and the tweets from those who are fans. Shout out to those guys. You know, you 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 keep me informed. You make me look like I actually know what I'm doing. And then I catch up with like the press conferences and highlights on YouTube or something like that. Anyway, uh, I decided I made a very interesting statement about how um, uh, basically the throne is taken. It's it's not given. And that's, right, from a non-believer, he gets it, right? What we want, we want, to, we want to all stand in line, like, look at me, look at me. Hey, government, daddy HH, give us a, give us a chance. <laughs> We're, we really are a pathetic group of people, right? The throne is taken. It is not taken by, by, by force to some extent. Uh, Actually, it's it's taken because God puts God puts us in there. Um, it's an entire thing. It's it. I I, I might go for a tangent here, but um, the issue here is uh, God ordained authority versus man ordained authority. What we want in all this diversity crap is man ordained authority. It's man sanctioned authority. Man, please give us a chance. And so this is why even when we get into these positions, it's like listen to me. I am the one who's in charge. <laughs> one of the signs you're not in charge is when you're telling people you're the guy who's in charge, right? L- listen, now it's now now it's the time for women. Listen to us. We are the we are the women, right? The future is female. <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> right? That's man that's man sanctioned, man ordained authority. And that's what we want. Instead, what we are presented with throughout the scriptures is God ordained authority where we step up and we fulfill the roles that God has actually laid out for us. The father isn't the authority in the home because government says so. He is the authority in the home because God says so. And so how does he go about his role? By actually playing the part, by being it. You want to be a leader in any place? Act out that leadership ethic, the responsibility, and soon it is, it, it's laid on you. <laughs> you... Uh, have you uh, have you ever been in a meeting uh, of any sort where there's a guy up front who's you know he's talking he's got the microphone but everyone knows the real leader in this meeting is that guy who's sitting at the back and more often than not that guy's like a vagabond he's a miscreant right he's a um, he's a mess he's not interested in order or structure but in reality if that guy says everyone let's get up and leave everyone's getting up to leave if you want to know. Where the real authority lies, that's it. It's not in the ballot box. It's not in government-sanctioned authority. It's not in man-sanctioned authority. Instead, it is who rises to the challenge and is the leader of men and women. And so even in, the, even in our desire for diversity, we show that we cannot stand on our own two feet. It has to be government, give it to us. No, rather... We need to continue living out the ethic where we are standing there. And when everyone is looking for those options, who's going to take this seat? There's no other option. It's these people. And that should be the believer. 
we're not here saying government look at us you know come and you know take information from us on how you should run them no no instead we're supposed to be running well-ordered uh homes we're supposed to be running well-ordered communities we're supposed to be running well-ordered individuals well-disciplined individuals such that when the time comes and the world is looking for their direction they know where the leadership is actually coming from it's coming from the corner of those two roads that's where real things are happening and so let's avoid this this pathetic uh diversity stuff i've got we celebrate holidays in our home there are certain landmarks for us and we do not need the government to come in and say this is important we did not need the government to tell us not to go to church or to go to church nope did not apply to us this is sketchy territory to go in because, you know, so some people are just listen to a, a lot of stuff. But they have their realm. <laughs> Honestly, they have their realm. And we should stand We should stand on our own two feet at some point. There is a legitimate realm of government waiting for them to allow us seats at the table is complete and utter nonsense. Politicians themselves, when the time really matters, they go to places and they bend the knee. They bow the knee in places because they know where the actual authority is. There's two dynamics here. Man-ordained authority, man-sanctioned authority, and God-ordained and God-sanctioned authority. Which one are you going to bow to? Unfortunately for most of you, you're bowing to the wrong one. Repent. <laughs> okay. I've laughed a lot in this one. I do not know why. Maybe it's a two-week break. If you have thoughts or questions about this, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Mumbi and myself are on your Twitters, your Facebooks, your socials, whatever. Get in touch with us. If you have any questions or things that you'd like us to talk about on the show, uh, you know, send a message. Uh, tweet or uh, send a message on Facebook or whatever. And uh, we listen. We like, to, we like to engage with you guys. Uh, and going forward this week, remember to reject modernity and its tenets wherever you find them. Cling to the cross of Christ. Confess your sins, repent, and live a God-ordained life. Grace and peace. See you next time.